This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunge, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG. Hey! Hey, what's going on? Here we are. There you are, and thank you for joining us. It's the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. We are... uh, we we've got a we we've got a special guest. I know every guest I have, I say is a special guest. He I don't know if he's at the top of the list, but he's 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 somewhere up there. Anyway, Trace Ritter is my guest. We're going to talk to Trace here in a little bit about. Uh, I mean, this is the hometown boy done good type of story. But let me give a shout out to the sponsor. Realty Exchange, Realty Exchange, number one top producing real estate company in the Huntington Tri-State area. You need to buy, you need to sell. You've never done either one before. Realty Exchange guides you through it. They're, uh, yeah, they're full of experts. I might be one of them. You don't know, but yeah. Um, so contact Realty Exchange realty-ex.com that is the website thank you realty exchange for being our sponsor now let me give you a, a a true story i'm living in houston texas this is in the early 90s i guess and casually watching the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. They do this pan of the band that's playing. And I said, that guy looks like Trace Ritter, who I went to school with. Man, that guy looks like Trace. And then they interview whoever the hell it is, Nicholas Cage or Meg Ryan or whoever. And then they come back I think that is Trace. And they're not doing call outs. They're not like, hey, here's the band tonight. What? <laughs> my uh, my wife at the time, I'm like, I think I went to school with that guy. And she went, that's great. Good night. Like, uh, uh, okay. Um, and I think they did one more pan. And I went, I'm pretty sure that's Trace Ritter. <laughs> But there's no, yeah, I've said it on so many episodes. People don't understand before internet and cell phones and you can text immediately get in touch with people. At that point, you're just like, I don't know if that's him or not. And I don't know who to contact or I don't even know how to get in touch with him or anything. Well, then a few days later, I'm watching MTV like and here comes this music video 
And I'm like, uh, I'm not really paying attention, but I see this music video and I'm like, damn it, that also either Trace Ritter has invaded my brain or is that is that chalk? What is chalk farm? What is this? But I think that's Trace. And it, who am I going to call my mom? My mom is Trace. Nope. It turns out, yes, indeed, those were both Trace Ritter sightings that I couldn't believe. I went, oh, my gosh. So um, he's the first guest on the Huntington Tri-State time machine that we've actually had to pay uh, in <laughs> <laughs> with, with cash. With, and he, he insisted on cash. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's maybe not run a number check on those bills. But uh, so my incredible guest, known each other forever. He is the man, Trace Ritter. What's Thank going on, brother? Thank you. Hey, um, actually, it wasn't cash. WG. It was cheese and chocolate and Buckeye uh, big board, big bear stamps from. <laughs> I have I have not received those yet. Well, that's because they don't exist okay. anymore. But anyway, okay, I got you. Liked I had a little uh, cheese and M and M's. Little, tri- we're talking <laughs> small. We're talking mouse sized pieces. I, but they were good. <laughs> there you go. There, there you go. All right, man. Um, we're going to talk about a couple places that you guys uh, may remember if you're in the, even if you weren't in the music scene. But maybe you were in the school band or whatever. You know Pied Piper and you know Mac and Dave's. We're going to talk about those for a little bit. But first, I have this is probably be the first time I've actually interviewed anyone. Like I'm, you know, all of a sudden now I'm trying to be uh, Oprah or whatever. So. Trace, we're not going to get into the history of how long we've known each other and whatnot, but where is it that you, it clicks in your mind, I want to be a, yeah, I want to get paid to play music? Well, you know, I think the first time that I went, I want to do this, I was seven, I, when I was, I was trying to get a girl and I was in like the first grade. Seven. Good Lord, boy. (laughs) And, and so I was playing guitar with the opposite way, left-handed. And, uh, and I was just strumming, playing the beach boys and in my room singing, like acting like I was a star. And so, um, then I took my first lesson at the Pied Piper and they made me switch hands. And I was always wondering, what if I kept playing that way? I wonder if I would have been like the new Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> you know, maybe that's natural. Right. But um, anyway, I think I always wanted to do it. I always watched, you know, all the shows growing up, like the music shows, even Hee Haw. But, and it was just fun, <laughs> you know? It was like, you were now, were, were you a picking or were you a grinning? I was all of it. <laughs> I, I just... Always was entertained by people playing guitar. I thought it was really cool and fun. So um, if it made me feel that way, I want to make other people feel that way. So I wanted to be good, but it took me a long time to get to a, a spot where I can communicate with it. Now, were you in? Were you in the school band? I don't remember. I was in the jazz band in high school, but I 
I, I wasn't a jazz player. But did they have a guitar there? They did. At, and I just picking and a grinning. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really doing any jazz playing. But and that's the whole thing. Part of it's acting. George you know? Benson wasn't going. I yeah. don't know who this Trace guy is, but he's a threat. No, I think I had the acting part down first, and then mm-hmm. I learned how to play. But I, I'm still learning how to play. Um, I remember in high school, you and I, I, these stories that we're going to be sharing are, are stories. Yeah, this is not. This is not. Uh, this isn't prepared. And <laughs> I'm sure you already know that. But anyway. Um, because I remember in high school, this was, <laughs> I don't know if, if you remember this, but if all of y'all remember Still of the Night by Whitesnake, it came out. That song came out. Oh, yeah. Humongous. And I remember <laughs> in high school, you were in the band room or whatever, which was like on the lower level. Oh, yeah. With a bow. That like, that like the the violin players would play and stuff, and you were so frustrated because I would I was like, what are you doing? He, you're like, ah, I'm trying to play the middle of Still of the Night. I don't know how he's doing it. It just, and I think that's really not them playing on a guitar, isn't that a violin or a cello or something? Yeah, uh, yeah. You you were convinced that you were like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get out of here because I've never seen your eyes so red. And you're like, but you got close, and I was like, dag gone, man. So I know how dedicated you were to the instrument for sure. Well, it just experimenting was always a good part of uh, learning how to play an instrument because you never know what you you know bring out of yourself and i i remember the talent shows in at like huntington high mm-hmm. and um <laughs> what with alex kendall yeah i, I, th- I think al kendall i think you always i think i think you always closed the show i don't think anybody played after you no I, I don't remember that but it was it was always a good time to get out in front of people and try something new yeah and because yeah. i remember people and God love, I, yeah, I mean, whether it was Alex or Noah or whoever, who who would have been your singer? At Well, sometimes it was just a drummer. Like Alex and I did it together. We did Hendrix, just oh, the two of us. All right. Okay. I remember that. I just, I, I remember people just going, Trace's band is coming up. I, I'm like, well, I guess that's how you feel if you're in, you know, Aldo Nova <laughs> or you're in a band where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm the bass. Uh, yes, I'm the bass. I'm the bass player for Bon Jovi, but you're not Bon Jovi. No, but uh, okay. Thanks. Anyway. Anyway. So anyway, those, uh, yeah, th- those were good days. So you graduate from Huntington High. Is your whole thing? I want to, I want to go to LA. I want to, was it a legal thing? You were wanted by the law or, I mean, you, it was like graduation day and the next day you're out. Well, you know, I, I tell you, being in Huntington was probably the best place you could ever grow up in. I mean, especially the, the time of the, uh, 
the seventies and eighties were just amazing. Cause you had these huge seasons, you know, where it'd snow and it'd be hot and humid and you could ride your bike anywhere you wanted to. And, um, and so I'd just, every summer I just in, immerse myself in playing music and rehearsing like every single day with somebody. Um, and that's all I did. So when it was time to think seriously about the future, my dad was very, um, I guess astute. Uh, yep, I, he was a businessman. Yeah, and um, he uh, always encouraged me to go to college. You know, like, hey, so I went and checked out his college, Washington Lee University in Virginia, and watched the lacrosse game. And I was like, it was a really cool school. It felt great. It felt elegant. It felt high class. I love that stuff. I'm really into that stuff. Um, but I'm not very good at school. I was never very good at school. I, I didn't, nothing really grabbed me. And there wasn't a passion for like, you know, there's tons of smart people that I know that are still cool, but they just have a passion for, you know, putting numbers together or talking to people or writing things, you know, architects, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do. I can't do paperwork very well. So I just, I kept these guitar magazines and they would always say this music school in Hollywood. You know, I'm thinking Hollywood at that time, Hollywood was awesome. You know, everybody wanted to be in Hollywood. So I kept seeing Musicians Institute, Musicians Institute, Guitar Institute, Technology, you know, where all these greats come from and you'll learn from the pros. And and it, w it didn't seem like a, a big thing. I mean, it was like a year long. It wasn't like four years of your life because, I mean, if you get a guitar degree, what does that get you? You could get a job at busting tables if you don't it succeed. So anyway, I... Uh, I just sat down with my dad one day and I said, Hey dad, um, actually I asked my mom first and she said, ask your father. I have a feeling we're getting ready to, this is going to be a scene from so many eighties movies. It's kind of where it's, but, it's dad is the big banker and, and here comes the son going, but I don't want to do that. I want to dance. It was very, it was very quick though. Cause I, it, I asked my dad, I said, dad, I really don't want to go to college. I want to, I want to go to this guitar school. So tell me you didn't say, I want to rock. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> okay, good. He would have said, now you're definitely going to college. Because I'd be suing. Yeah. Um, no, but, um, and he sat there for a second and he goes, hey, look, I tell you what, go out to LA for a couple of years, see where you get. If you don't get, I was like, oh, here it comes. If I don't get anywhere in two years and I've got to go to college, it was like, then you can try Nashville or New York. And I'm like, holy wow. Good Lord. I mean, that's, that's showing like he believes in me. So three days after I graduated from high school, I drove to California with my buddy, Eric Goodnow, which mm. I went to school with. Wow. And just moved out there. I didn't know a single soul, but it was, uh, now did, did, it all moved quick okay. after that. When, when you're in, yeah, when you're in high school and, and you know, this is, this is what I, I, I was born to do or whatever. Did you ever play for your parents? I mean, was it a thing where like you would play in your bedroom and and no, I, I pretty much sucked until I until you went to the institute. I, or I whatever? mean, I, I could play, but um, I hadn't hit this. I, a lot of friends in Huntington were really great guitar players, and I know they would look at me. I would be more of the acting guitar player, like look the part, you know, have a cool guitar. I didn't it, have the best. But. If you didn't know Trace in high school, picture this. This is yeah, the, this this is mid to late 80s. The only guy that could come to school in 
First of all, he, he's he's got you know the Cinderella, not the Disney princess, the band. He's got Cinderella hair, and he's got like a fedora, <laughs> and he's got like a white, yeah, jacket matching slacks with the sleeves was pushed like, up. It was Miami Vice ish, but it was rocker. He he would be the only person in five counties. That could pull it off, and sure enough, he did. And that, and he would wear that on just a Thursday. <laughs> it was just like, okay, cool, man. It's Jim. Awesome. It's Jim Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly right. But no, I, you know, some. And when I look back, you know, after going to L.A. and seeing even more amazing guitar players, because there were a lot here that were really great, and uh, I was like, okay, I got some work to do. I always have work to do. I'm still taking lessons to this day. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought, wow, I could really, I, I've kind of got the look thing dialed in a little bit. I'm getting there. You know, it's a whole create your own action figure. So, so per se. That's, a, that's, that, that's, that's actually, a, that's pretty good, pretty good analogy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, cause you've got to, you've got to be a, a team player. You look at the bands that were out then. Right. Everybody looked like they should be in that band. Yep. Or you're not going to be in that band. So anyway, moving to LA, it was, uh, it was, you know, life changing. And so, okay. So when you go out to LA and it's right after, it's right after high school, um, how long is it before, uh, well, I guess what do you, all right, briefly give us what, what are the first three years like, or the first two years, or five years, or when? When are the struggling days? Where <laughs> did you not have struggling days? No. You yeah. son of, uh, yeah, or you were just immediately well, awesome. Well, here's the funny part. So the first year I'm out there, I'm going to school, and you have to clock in. They had these cards, and you had to clock your time in like a time card. And t- Trace, you might not have been in school. <laughs> you might, this might have been. Are you sure you weren't incarcerated or maybe you were sent out? There? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, so you swipe your card in the morning and then you go to your classes. And when you're leaving school that day, you swipe your card again. Well, as it came to be that there's so much going on in LA, you didn't just want to be at school. You're like, well, I could go to this class and then I could go to this place or go down to Melrose or go to this club that night. And people were like, just come back at school before midnight, clock out, and you get your hours. So I started just doing that and started going to all these clubs. Well, I had a friend that worked at A&M Chaplin Stage, which was the sound stage where they recorded all the big videos. And so both of my buddies, one was the studio manager, one was the guy that did all the day-to-day work. And I would just hang out there all the time. So the first music video I was in the room for was Rooms on Fire by Stevie Nicks. And I'm looking at my favorite female vocalist, like feet from me, filming this music video for wow. MTV. And I'm like, you know, this is 89. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And uh, I just moved out to LA, 89, 90, maybe 90. But um, and then Danry Network. I was hanging out with those guys. And then Michael Jackson. I remember walking into the soundstage one day. And I always, they knew me at the gate. And they were like, oh, going in. So I'm walking in. There's this Mercedes parked outside the door. I mean, this wild looking Mercedes. I've never seen anything like it in my <laughs> life. And this guy steps out and he opens his coat and there's a gun and he goes, Hey, where are you going? And I was like, I see my friend Jerry at the soundstage. And he's like, I suggest you go sit on that bench. So I went over and sat on the bench. About two minutes later, Michael Jackson walks out. 
and I'm looking at Michael Jackson. I'm like 50, maybe 25 yards from him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy moly, he's got a big head. <laughs> and it turns out that the driver was Marlon Brando's son, and he was packing a gun. And it wasn't- Brando's son that got killed. No, what? no, no. Oh, not the other, the other, oh, the other one? Not Christian. No. Okay. But the, the uh, day before, or the day after that, I met his chimps. I got to play with bubbles and everything. But uh, they, wait they, a second. Hold on. Wait. Hold I, on. Because this I, is I, a lot. I, I'm I, just telling you, this is the first year I was in LA. And I don't know. And see, again, like this proves that when I get guests on here, we don't. Yeah, th- this is not. This is not pre prepared. Okay, so. But that's not even the best. The, the best part. But the whole thing is you. So okay. So he comes out. How do you actually interact with him? Where you're playing with. The monkeys, all of us. Oh, well, Michael leaves. I, I don't get to meet Michael. Oh, 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 oh okay. They kept him, but they, that's why they had me wait oh. until he got in the car and left. And then once he leaves, the trainers come out with the, the baby monkey. Were they and shooting bubbles. a video or something? Liberian girl. If you see it, uh. the next day, I was standing there with Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Paul Abdul, Dan Aykroyd, D- Danny Glover, Paul, um, uh, Ricky Schroeder. I was in the office with Ricky Schroeder, and all the, I mean, all the guys from the Cosby show, uh, there were, so, if you watch the video, Liberian Girl, Michael Jackson, there is about, I don't know, 50 stars. And, and Dan Arco is driving his motorcycle down the hallway at the, at the set. And I'm standing there. I'm the only guy that shouldn't have been there. But I'm there because I'm friends with the people. I hate you. I just want to let you know. I hate no, I, I, but I just can't believe it's unbelievable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. but but mm. see, but see, sta- doing that. I mean, I was standing right beside Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley in the hallway, and they're talking, and there are all these beautiful girls there because they're on the video. So that's probably why they were there. <laughs> and here I am. I'm just new to LA, so that kind of thing in a, in that business kept me kept the fires burning to do to get out there, go do something meet people it's about mingling and knowing running into people so the guitar playing thing kind of got pushed to the side for a minute i mean i could act like it but i i still wasn't like tackling the skill like oh, i should have been tell me this doesn't go down a dark bad road no it, what it, did you do trace it got better. what did you do for money it got better okay good 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 all right we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna take a, a not a break but everybody seems to love these, so we're gonna we're gonna keep the uh, we're gonna keep the fire burning. Quick uh, game we're gonna play with Trace. Mm. Trace, yeah. Do you want to play? I'll give you a choice. Um, I've got a game: overrated, underrated, or where it needs to be. And you tell me. And these are things that are current, or, or at least you know. Things that are happening now, or which was better? Things from the past, and you have to choose this was better than that. Your choice, which game? I don't even understand that question, actually. It, okay. <laughs> and I know everybody in their cards are going, neither. Thank God he finally said what we've been wanting to say for a long time. The first game is overrated all right let's do that one all right we'll do that all right now these are things that are are currently happening or or, well they're still in operations or whatever for instance here's a sample overrated underrated or where it needs to be as far as your your opinion um 
using lasers at rock concerts. Uh, you think those are it's overrated? Wait, uh, lasers like people shooting at the people on stage? Or no, they- like laser shows. Oh, well, now it's it's overrated. Okay, overrated. All right. How about uh, Midway hot dogs? Overrated, underrated, or where it needs to be? Where it needs to be. Okay. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. What is that? The guys that play at Christmas time that overrated overrated all right i have no idea what this is but it sound is it, it, it I, I like the way it sounds wawa pedals <laughs> overrated underrated or where they need to be is there any other answer i could get i don't know what he, they even are <laughs> what is it i mean it, and what are they? it's overrated if you don't know how to play them. What the hell is it? And it's underrated if you do know how to play them. It, it's it's it, it. Is that what like uh, Hendrix? In, in, Hendrix. In, in Lenny Kravitz when they do that. Um, yeah, that is that what a Wawa pedal yeah, is? Yeah. Okay. Slash mm. uses it all the time, but see, Slash can use it tastefully. Um. All right, here comes the loaded one. Underrated, overrated, or where it needs to be. Ritter Park. Um, I think it's where it needs to be because I think it got rated one of the 10 top parks of the United States. I would say underrated. Well, if it's the 10, 10 but, in the United States, it's but I would, good. So I would say it's... <laughs> all right. That's good. That's good. That's, that's good. How about... Uh, all right. Last one. The Big Dipper at Camden Park. The big roller coaster made of toothpicks. Underrated, overrated, or where it needs to be? Underrated. <laughs> it's a death, death wish. Every time, as soon as, the, as soon as your cars start moving, you go, I might be the one who makes history in a bad way. Oh, my goodness. So, all right. Hopefully, you had fun playing... Uh, Playing along with us there. Um, all right, so let's get back to the uh, yeah to the tray story. And I know you have shared with me. I, I mean, we could have an Encyclopedia Britannica of stories of people that you have met, known. Um, I would guess. Let's just go with well. Let's go. Let's touch a little bit on the. You're here in Huntington before you go to LA. Pied Piper is where you. Was was there anywhere to get your stuff other than Pied Piper? I mean, Mac and Dave's is you. Yeah, no, they were, educate they, me. They, um, the Levines or Levens at uh, Pied Piper were their sweet, sweet guys. I love them both. They were awesome men and. I think they had a son, right? Um, I know of I know of a Zach. Uh, maybe I I I do believe so, but both of the guys that owned it were amazing guys, um, men. They they were so nice to me. I know that I did a lot of business there, so yeah. But 
Yeah, um, when they saw you come in, did they just start <laughs> licking their chops going, no, here he no, comes? But they had a lot of business going on with all the schools in town and oh, stuff yeah, like that's that. that's true. That's true. Band instruments. So they had big accounts. But uh, I love that place. I it, it was the place to go. And, you know, some people go to a record store. I would go to a music store like that with your friends. Oh, let's go down there and see what's new. And sometimes there would be nothing new, but you'd still be like looking at guitars going, wow, look at that. How often, how often do you think... Would you go once a week? At or? least every weekend. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And um and Mac and Dave's is more used no. stuff? And they, or did no? have, they did have used, but they carried different brands. That's like it was kind of oh, okay. kind of like um, you know, Kroger to Whole Foods or something. Oh, all and, right. You know, Mac and Dave's had BC Rich, uh Pied Piper had Gibson. Oh, okay. And, and Fender. So I think uh, the accounts would be different. So, um, oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, because you know, Fender or Gibson wouldn't carry two stores next door. You know, in the same town, one would get it. Really? Like you'd have to buy a certain amount. I didn't know that to to have the account. See, I never bought anything at Pied Piper because I was <laughs> I was not even close to a a a competent musician. Mm. But I bought my stereo there too. <laughs> here's my mac and dave story real quick is when i got into the drums in high school ay, 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 ay. i i i <laughs> i could tell you 50 stories about about my drum playing days but um i do remember when i was buying the drums you know, it's the mid to late 80s the more drums you have it distracts from how bad you are because you're surrounded by just a ton of drums, and people go, "He must be awesome." Mm. Um, I mean, I bought chimes, <laughs> like I'm well, that, like, but like I'm gonna play "Sailing" by Christopher Cross. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, <laughs> Alex Van Halen had everything, and Neil Peart, those two drummers, <laughs> yeah. had everything. They could use it all, and people in would song. get and people would get me confused with both of them. They're <laughs> like, "You're a little bit of Neil, and you're a little bit of Alex." But yeah, I remember Roto Tom. Yeah. I uh, I bought Roto Toms. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. And I remember going to Mac and Dave's one day, and here he comes. That and I'm <laughs> in in case I, I in case he hears this or a, a, a relative or whatever. I have no idea what his name is. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Was he the the guy with the gray hair and glasses that had it parted on the side? There were seven of those. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were there were like seven of them every time I went, but and the one thing was I would go and I would buy drums from this guy from a person there at Mac and Dave's, and then I'd go in a few days later and he's over selling recliners. <laughs> I'd be like, "Is he a? Does he really know what he's?" And they're like, "Hey, sales is sales, kid." Um, but I remember going, this guy, you know, mint green short sleeve dress shirt with a deep chocolate brown mm. necktie and Yummy. him going, I, I got something uh, very, uh, almost godfatherish where he's like, I got something I think you're going to like to see. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is it? And he <laughs> takes me over. It's a four foot gong. <laughs> Gong, yeah, like, 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 it have a stand and everything. It had the stand and and of course, 
it was like picture your favorite 80s movie where I as soon as I see it you hear the no 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 it was like music. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. It, 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 a female's voice came out of the gong going, take me home. I'll look so great behind your drum set. Like, you will be the biggest thing in the talk of the town if you I, buy this. I'm going to be the guy who, any band in the area who says, we need a drummer. Yeah, yeah, that, there's that one dude that's got the gong. What? Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, I, I think it was like $900, and I was like, oh, that's a lot of money, 900 oh and I'm I'm not- I, You have I, a whole drum set back I've, there for I've got so many, I've got so many ex-girlfriends and ex-wives who will attest to the fact of, they had said in their mind, you paid how much <laughs> for what? That would have been at the top of any list. But, you bought a gong. For, uh, you didn't buy it, though. I did not. Okay. And Mac and Dave's went out of business <laughs> uh, 20 get, years cause, later. Because you didn't buy the gong. And I, I, I don't know if they still had <laughs> That gong might have still been there, but, you know. I mean, what happens if it sits there forever and it's gone one day? Do they send it back to the company and say, we've had it for 10 years, we couldn't sell it? I don't it? even know if it was new or used. And if it was used, that means somebody came in and went, uh, I got this gong <laughs> that I, uh, I don't have any, I don't know it what was, to do. It was a display for a Chinese restaurant. There's oh. a, <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly, yes. And as soon as Ming's went out of business, they went, what are we going to do with this gong? Look what we got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we knew just the drummer. And I remember, yeah, Courtney Craig and, Stuart Sowards and I was in a very, very, very. Uh, I was in a band that we were together for a few hours, and uh, and then going, oh, maybe you should buy that gong. We could play Hotter Than Hell and Unchained. Do they use it on Hotter Than Hell? Yeah, it, yeah, and it, yeah. For all of the kids out there, just uh, go to Kiss Hotter Than Hell. <laughs> yeah, gong. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and they and they were like, we could play both of those songs. I was like, well, let's see, that's two songs at nine hundred. That's four hundred fifty dollars a song. That's a pretty good investment. But for some reason, you know, the the classic devil on one shoulder, angel on the other shoulder. The angel finally went, don't. I don't even think I need to even. Are, are you? If if you buy this gong, I'm out. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. So that's awesome. Anyway, so all right. Now tell us what you're doing now. What's going? What's going on? Where are you? Catch us up. Well, it's been an ever changing business, as everybody knows. I mean, as soon as the internet hit, you're uh, you're no longer selling records by the hundreds of thousands a week. I, I mean, I uh, I worked for a producer for many years, and we used to get statements, and he'd be selling like 250,000 copies of records he produced every single week. Now, I don't think any band today sells 250,000 copies in 10 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, at all. Mm -hmm. So I just, it's... How, how if, if I'm in a band and, you know, and, and we have a couple good songs. All right, a perfect example. Uh -huh. How does Greta Van Fleet make money? Just have, off of merchandise? Well, I mean, you know, that was the whole thing with COVID. It destroyed the music business because everybody was merchandise and ticket sales. I mean, that's how they were making money and touring. That's the only way they can make money because 
Your music's free. It's unbelievable. I it, it's almost like you know um, having a company and giving away your your whatever you're making. Yeah, your you secret know? sauce if yeah. you're a restaurant Here, or it. whatever. Here, take it. I made it. Here, take it. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. So I kind of got out of that whole thing. Uh, well, I did get out of the whole thing, uh, recording and writing songs and stuff like that. Um, but you're you, you're still performing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm now I've just accepted the fact of like. I'm in Nashville and it's honestly, I've never seen better musicians in my life there. And at first it was intimidating and I was like, Oh God, I maybe I shouldn't be playing guitar anymore. <laughs> and then I went, wait a minute. Now I just have to be better. So I got a guitar teacher again, a guy from Berkeley and he's amazing. And I relate to him really well. And it's the need to know um, that keeps me going. Uh, I want to be better. So I'm playing like three different bands. I'm playing a Rolling Stones cover band. It's all cover bands, but you make money. All right, wait, all right. Rolling make- Stones cover band is called what? Music City Stones. So if I'm, if I, if I'm visiting Nashville or the Nashville area, mm-hmm. look for that. And, and, and that's going to be you. Well, yeah, I, sometimes I'm Keith Richards. Sometimes I'm Ronnie Wood. Um, so I know all the guitar parts to all the Stones songs. It's <laughs> it- crazy. <laughs> Um, but it's it's been a challenge. But if I wanted to be, you know, because who do you prefer, Keith? <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, the the thing is, you look at it. Um, this guy's had this band for seventeen years, and he plays Alabama to New York. He goes all over the place. He's 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 the Mick Jagger of the band. Yeah. Okay. And he's super cool and so funny and a good business guy. And. Uh, so he was like, look, if you learn both parts, then I can hire you for most of the shows because somebody's not going to be able to do it. There's so many guitar players that do it. Right. Um, and they have the regular Keith guy that started the band with him, but he doesn't always want to play. So I get to fill in for him whenever he doesn't want to play. So it's great to know all the parts. So that's what, that was the singer's thing. It was like, learn both right. so I can hire you whenever. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing that. I'm doing an 80s band. We're doing White Snake and Journey and stuff like What's that. What's the 80s band called? firepower and that's also but it's the same thing it's like if i can't do the gig they have they have other people if somebody else can't do the gig i'll fill in and and you guys are 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 mainly nashville based that's Mm -hmm. where you play yeah because i mean because i know we've got a lot of people you know from the huntington tri-state area they go to who go to nashville for vacations or they know people in nashville or they listen in nashville i mean you know or whatever so um I started out there with a band and, you know, I'm no longer playing with them, but they're, they actually got me kickstarted into the whole scene. So it was, it's just like, it's a different, uh, it was just like having a record deal in LA and being in that thing is you got in, you got to see the lay of the land, you were accepted because you were part of it. So you could work with those people on a professional level. And that's what I'm doing now. So it's still the same thing. It's a much smaller scale, but it's it's still you're working, and that's and you, I don't know anywhere else you could do that. I mean, yeah, and you, it, it just it's just so um, God. There are so many people who I don't know how many hours of my life I spent, including this morning, in front of a mirror lip-syncing songs wanting to be a rock star and just to actually get paid for it and yeah this is what i do and 
and you know you, you're getting paid because you're you know you're you're good at it i mean that's just that's unbelievable because i think the first time i remember you and i talking about what are we going to do when we grow up was probably third or fourth grade and you wanted to go into quilting right <laughs> I, I, I gave that up really quick. Yeah, and you said, I, I would just love to be able to knit a good quilt. <laughs> and I was like, Trace, I don't know what the market is for that. And you seem to love music. And you were like, well, maybe a musical quilter. I'm not exactly sure. But <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, um, hey, man, I'm, 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 I'm proud of you. I know uh, uh, anybody going to, to Nashville, uh, do, do you have any kind of... Um, where would we be able to find you online as far as the bands that you're in? And uh, Well, I mean, there's just Firepower, wherever they're playing. Sometimes I'm playing with them. Sometimes I'm playing with the Music City Stones. And then, so Music um, City Stones or Firepower, Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And then it'll pop up, here's where we are. And then I'm starting a 90s band. So we're doing like all the Soundgarden, STP, Nirvana. Oh, cool. So that's what I'm doing this summer. I already have guys together for that we just have to do a couple of rehearsals and we're done nobody nobody rehearses in nashville anyway they just perform wow well um folks i i'm 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 hoping would you be interested in coming back for a uh for a volume two or volume three because we haven't even touched on th this guy was this guy was close friends with mac davis this guy has had dinner with Dan Aykroyd, this guy has had. I mean, this is a vault of 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 stories that you know. I mean, <laughs> sit by the fireside, get your golden retriever at your feet, and 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 you're going to be entertained. But are you cool with coming back for a, sure. a, a a number two or a number three? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, before we exit, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to do one more game because I I, I, I I created it just for you, and I want to see what you say. I know. I hear everybody going, why are you playing a game when he could be telling us about Dan Aykroyd? Pump your brakes. He's coming back. All right. this uh, We're going to play a which was better. Now, these are things from the past, Trace. This is your opinion. Are you ready? Yes. Which was better, National Record Mart or Davidson's? Davidson's. Okay. Which was better, Michael Jackson or Prince? Prince. Okay. Which was better, the Huntington Civic Center or the Charleston Civic Center? Charleston Civic Center. Why is that? Uh... Just bigger, bigger, and I mean, basically all the all the big, the biggest shows us all there. Okay. Um. Now I'm gonna start throwing you some curveballs. Um. Which was better, the Go Go's or the Bangles? Go Go's. Ivan Drago, or uh, or uh, Clubber Lang. Just can I back up a minute? Yeah, sure. I I. <laughs> I played with the Bengals, and I wrote with the Go-Go's. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's kind of funny. What? You wrote with the go With Janet and Charlotte. 
What? Yeah. And you played with the Bengals. Yeah, they they played right after us and uh, at a show we did. And uh, you did Hazy Shade of Winter, didn't you? They they did Walk Like Egyptian, which I was waiting for. Because I like <laughs> I like Susanna Hoffs. So. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty. It's wow. Well, it you know the other thing is that when you listen to the radio, I like to go, oh, I know them. I, and I'll flip through the station. I'll be like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. But it's it's just weird being from Huntington, West Virginia, the small town tucked in the south, and then going and then doing all that. It's just it's surreal. I mean, I, I'm still I'm like, gosh, it's just weird. Well, when you turn 50 in nine years oh, or 10 years yeah. Yeah. or 12 years or whenever or it is. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's have. Uh, oh, you want to give a shout out to Miss Dawn Ann? And and Miss Willow, the the beauties of the family. Sure, hi girls. <laughs> I, I I was I was very uh, I was very privileged to go and hang out with uh, with Trace and his family, his uh, his beautiful wife Don Ann, and uh, incredibly cute and uh, and cool daughter Willow. And uh, and a very quick story is. Uh, Trace contacted me uh, 2019. It was when this will be on another uh, another issue, but uh, another edition. But uh, yeah, Trace and I went to go see Kiss for the first time together. And Trace contacted me and said, hey, I know Kiss is saying this is their last show. And if that's true, <laughs> then I want the last show to be with the person I saw the first show with. I went to Nashville. And so, so uh, what was that? 40 years or 30 years? Uh, that was, two, that was 1979. We saw the first yeah, show, we, dynasty. Yes. That was your first show. Yeah. I, I had cheated. I, I'd, I'd seen them once before, but oh, it was still a matter of, yeah, our parent. Yeah. Uh, moms took us. And, well, you were a year <laughs> older than me anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, yeah, I was, I was, 10 years old i was already like smoking and drinking and you're on a 10 speed i was on a i'd already i'd already been in jail seven times (laughs) so um but anyway all right so i wanted to give you the chance to to shout out to uh uh yeah to don Don and 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 and, and willow but uh all right real quick get back to the game um play at home play at home what are your favorites here's something what what do you think is better Uh uh-huh Eating in your car, uh-huh. like going to a drive-in restaurant, or watching a movie in your car, like a drive-in movie theater, which was better back in the day. What eating in your car, like eating? Like- yeah, like going to Dwight's or going to you know, like pull up and they bring the food. Put yeah, it I like on the that. Wind. I like that. All right, so you're going to go with eating in the car. Movies got a little long. How about uh, going boating? At Beach Fork uh-huh. or inner tubing on a snow day at Ritter Park. Inner tubing. So far, I think I agree with all of them. I like every once in a while to have something different, but mm-hmm. um, rat or Cinderella? Cinderella. You're wrong there. All right, that's the first one that you missed. <laughs> that's that's not correct. You oh, you didn't answer Yvonne Drago. Or Clubber Lang from the Rocky movies. Who's Ivan Drago, big Russian dude. Oh. Clubber Lang, Mr. T. Clubber. There you go. Nice. He used to go to my supermarket shop. God bless. <laughs> I 
I used to go, hey, Mr. T, how are you? My entire floor is so sunken from all the names he's dropped. <laughs> I mean, did I ever tell you that one time I ran into the backup bass player for Ricky Skaggs? It was, oh, that. <laughs> and that's not even true. I made that up. Um, Iron Maiden or Judas Priest? Iron Maiden. Twinkies or Ho-Hos? Ho-Hos. Grease or Saturday Night Fever? Saturday Night Fever. I never saw Grease. Have you heard... You, you need to listen to the episode about movies where our, our, our friend Al Kendall talks about the fact that he saw Xanadu seven times in the theater. <laughs> I think he needs to get his head checked. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, li listen to that. All right. Um, you'd rather own the ZZ Eliminator car or the Back to the Future DeLorean? Pass. Pass? Yeah. Do you remember both of them? Yes. I, I just... You, 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 or do you want both? No. Just, you don't want either? Either. Oh, boy. That's interesting. All right. Indiana Jones or Han Solo? Indiana Jones. Oh, that's a wrong answer. Yeah, you missed another one there. Eddie Murphy or Robin Williams? Oh, shoot. This is your opinion. Robin Williams. Yeah, you missed that one, too. Oh, crap. You're all right. And last one. Ferris Bueller or the Karate Kid? Ferris Bueller. All right. I'll give you credit for that one. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And I know you're sitting. Are you turning yeah. that in to somebody? Yeah. No, they're FBI they're, they're, or something? Right now they're listening going, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Nothing? Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, man. Um, this has been a blast. Trace, did you have a good time? I had a great time. Man, I'm I'm so glad I'm so glad uh, you made it, and uh, we'll get another couple uh, issues out of or episodes out of uh, Trace down the line. If you like this, listen to the others. We've got about a dozen, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, a dozen or more for you to choose from. Uh, if you have comments, hey, maybe we said something that was incorrect. Hey, that's not right. It was at this year or that happened or whatever. You can email HTS or info at htstimemachine.com or depending on the platform that you're listening to, you can send a, a comment to us. Uh, that'd be great. You have an idea for another episode. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much, Trace, for being here, my brother. And um, thank you. We are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at htstimemachine.com or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.